Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. It's Wednesday. In the middle of the week. In the middle of the week, this second full week of 2022. Can you believe it? It's like the year's almost over and it just began. <laughs> Yeah, January 12th, the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> and we are in the midst of reading and talking about Matthew chapter 19. Spent a couple of episodes talking about marriage as well as divorce, certainly some heavy issues. Uh, we're going to return today to children, humility. Children. Well, is it returning? Because basically we've been in the middle of that for two weeks now. Well, I guess if we've been saying it's a bookend, we could say we're closing the loop. Maybe. Okay. We'll find out. Matthew 19, we're just going to read verses 13 through 15, English Standard Version. Then children were brought to him that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The disciples rebuked the people, but Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. And he laid his hands on them and went away. What a picture. It is a picture. I, I got to tell you, uh, this is another one of those moments that I, I just scratch my head a little bit at the response of the disciples, at the response of the apostles. Okay, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking about optics here. Go with me. I'm thinking about PR, okay? Here's the Messiah. Here's the movement. There's just not a better picture you could get than the leader kissing babies. I mean, this is the way we do politics Well, yeah, today. now, 2,000 years after this passage got read, and after a culture <laughs> has grown up hearing this and, and seeing pictures of Jesus bringing the little children around to them, I don't think that's the way PR was done, though, in the first century. So do you think that the concern is this is somehow diminishing the master? He doesn't to, have time. To have kids around him? How dare you think that our, the king has time for your little kids? Mm-hmm. And let's face it, while it's a PR push in our modern day, while during the campaign, presidents want to be photoed reading stories at story time for little kids, right? that's really Going all it schools. is. It's PR. It's not a part of their job and a part of their work. They don't see it as, as time well spent. I mean, today I've got a, I've got a, uh, hash out treaties with Russian leaders right, yeah. and with European and African and Asian yeah, uh, dictators world, and kings yeah. and potentates. And, and I don't have time to sit yeah. here and pray with little children. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. let's face it, even in our modern day, that's only a part of a PR push. Okay. Our president does not have a major part of his job as going around and visiting little kids. I guess what just, it's just that the disciples here acted more like handlers or bodyguards. They or are. Something, that's exactly right? how they're pushing acting. people away, as opposed to evangelists bringing people in. Well, it's almost like the disciples are saying to these parents, "Who do you think you are, and who do you think this is? This guy is way too important to be spending his day laying his hands on your kids, mm -hmm. blessing your mm -hmm. kids." And this is what's shocking about this is not so much how it compares to what PR handlers would do today during an election campaign. What's shocking about this is we've been talking now for seven episodes about what happened at the beginning of Matthew 18 when they were arguing about who is the greatest and Jesus called a child to himself and yeah, said this one, yeah. this one right here, everyone who's like this one. And the apostles have just missed it. <laughs> They're still sending children away. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Jesus has already called a child to him and said, this is the kind of person I'm looking for. And the disciples have not, have not let that filter through their minds and their hearts to realize this is exactly the kind of person that our King and Messiah spends time with. He sees it as his job to be with these kinds of people, with little children. So the disciples aren't getting it, and they're acting like handlers, and they're pushing these babies away, uh, or small children. But it would seem like maybe the parents or the people are getting it. They keep bringing little children to Jesus. I don't know. I Look, I have no idea what the parents are getting or what they're not getting, except for they realize that that man's important. That mm. man is special, mm-hmm. and, and, and I care about my kids. And I think if that fella blesses them and lays his hands on them, they're not sick, but maybe he'll keep them from being sick. Mm. And they're not unfaithful, but maybe this will keep them from being unfaithful. In fact, that's one of the things I've been thinking about as I've been reading this passage and writing about this passage and thinking about our conversation that we're going to have today. I think about my own kids. Mm. And had I been around in this time, had I been in Judea and Capernaum and Galilee when Jesus was walking, would I have thought, I, I got to get my kids to him? Mm, that's a great question. I, I need this, this fellow, he, I need him to bless my kids. I need him to lay his hands on my children. Yeah, and I, I want my children to meet this man. I And so look, I, my, my kids' whole life, I've prayed for them, and I've prayed for God's blessing and mm-hmm. Jesus' blessing to be upon mm-hmm. them. And so maybe that's as close as we can get to this today. But it's just as I've read this this week, and maybe it's just because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of coming to the end of this main portion of parenting. I mean, I realize I'm a parent forever. They're still my kids, but right. I, I'm, you know, I got... You're, two, you're about to go to another season of I it, am, right? Yeah. You know, I've got one more who's still in those teen years. I got two that are out the door, essentially. One yeah. that's kind of on the cusp and, mm-hmm. and one that we've got a few more years, but it's it's a whole lot different than 20 years ago, <laughs> you know? And, uh, you're not and I'm kidding just, about that. And I, I've, I've never viewed it from the standpoint of bringing my kids to God and asking Jesus to lay his hands on them. Again, I know literally he's not going to do that. I've prayed for them. I don't know. Maybe it's just in in this mess of life. I'm now, okay, wait a minute. Did I fall short on this one? But just picturing it that way. Hmm. And so, you know, that's that's what I've started this week, thinking about my kids and asking God, look, lay your hands on them. Lay your hands on them. Bless them. Whatever, whatever they need, I, you know, what I need is you. As a parent, I need you to be involved in this. Maybe one of the things I see looking at this is when we think about the children and, and them, uh, you, you had a great turn of phrase when we were talking last week about the least, the lowly. The least, the last, and the lowly. The least, the last, the lowly. I love that. I love that. I thought I would never forget it, but I, I couldn't <laughs> call to mind. What, what the a, least, the last, what the lowly. What a great turn of phrase. It's it just was so really memorable. Good. Yeah, never going to forget that one. The least, the last, the lowly. Um, that uh, the, the disciples, if you pointed out, seem to have yet to learn the lesson. This is who the Lord wants. This is, this is who's drawn to the Lord, and he has something for them. Uh, I want to take that to heart. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be uh, in this role of the disciples that somehow I'm a stumbling block or a discourager from the least, the last, the lowly, but I, I want to help them, you know, hand, hand the babies this away. We're bringing them to Jesus. <laughs> well, you think about Bartimaeus who was crying out, Lord, have mercy on me. And the people were telling him, be quiet, be quiet. You know, here's oh, this that's blind a good point. guy. That's right. Here's this blind. He's, he's one of those little ones. He's mm-hmm. not a child, but he is the least, the last, the lowly. And and the humility 
because he understands I need Jesus. Yeah. And I think one of the things Jesus is highlighting to the apostles is he says, let them come because this is this is the kind of person that makes up my kingdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really as if he's saying, let the children come to me. It's not a waste of time. No. Everyone in my kingdom is like these little kids. Mm. This is the only kind of person I spend my time with. Yeah. I, yeah. You, you know, you, in fact, I know we'll talk about this when we get to the rich young ruler in the next couple of days, but we are going to see a contrast. It's not the rich that I want to be around. It's not the socially... Um, affluent. It's not the ones who who have all the social equity. It's not the people who seem important in the world. I, I'm not going to spend my time with them. You, you know, you think and, back. And, yeah, and, and that is amazing. I mean, that that's just not the way of the kingdoms of the world. We drew the contrast of the way the, the kings run their, the Gentile kings run their kingdoms and all such as this. And Jesus is not that way at all. And do you remember the story of the two daughters? Remember the daughter of Jairus, the ruler of the synagogue? Mm-hmm. And boy, no, that's that's who you want to go do something with. And so, yes, yes, I'll take care of this child. Why? Because it's the daughter of the ruler. But in the middle and on the way, another daughter comes. That's right. And and you know what? She actually gets healed without him doing anything. He could have just kept walking on and mm-hmm. she would have been healed. But he stops and he talks to her and he highlights her faith and he draws everyone's attention. And he says to her daughter. Yeah. Go your way. Your faith has made you whole. It's these two dogs. And and in that juxtaposition, we have the highlight that, look, everyone who is willing to humble themselves and come to Jesus and say, what I need is you. Mm. What I need is you. I don't have what I need. I can't, I can't compete for greatness because I don't have it. Mm-hmm. I, I am least. I am last. I am lowly. I got nothing to bring to you and say, you should do something for me. The person who is able to humbly come and say, I just need you. This is the person that Jesus spends time with. And it doesn't matter their age. It doesn't matter their standing. It doesn't matter how anybody else views us. This is the kind of person Jesus spends time with. It goes back to this Sermon on the Mount, doesn't it? About a poor in spirit. Uh, it's like we got to learn again and get broken in some way to see ourselves accurately, which is we are the least and the lowly. We are humble. That is us. And uh, we're kidding ourselves playing these games like the disciples were playing. And mm-hmm. I guess I'm afraid sometimes I'm, I'm still wrestling more with that, striving for some greatness than, than to than to just be the child that, Lord, it, it's just, and just to be amazed that, Lord, you would care about me. I'm with you. I am with you. Oh, I'm the one who preaches the best sermons. I have the best podcast. I have, you know, Lord, which one of us is the greatest? Yeah. Dude, this these chapters are eating my lunch. <laughs> they are eating my lunch. I mean, I'm glad we're in them because I need them. I, you know, okay, so when Jesus says, let the little children come to me, mm-hmm. okay, because such makes up the kingdom of heaven, it it's also as if he's saying, look, if, if I were going to turn away everyone who is unworthy of my time, I'd have to turn away everyone, including you apostles, by the way. Yeah. 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 He says, you know, this this business of you guys are going to pick and choose who's able to come to me. I mean, if that's really where we're going to be, then let's just tell everybody to go away because there's not anybody here worthy. And I mean, isn't that incredible? Why, Why did he come here? Why am I here? I think about Philippians 2 and how he had emptied himself of everything to come in the form of a servant to the place of death and even death on the cross. And uh, I heard an expression one time, again, a a turn of phrase about descending to greatness. Mm, mm -hmm. 
And that's what the Lord did. And and to be reminded of that is so important. And and, and what a picture with these little children. Yeah, you bring up that passage in Philippians. I, I can't remember the term for it now, but there was a practice among the Romans where when there was a public figure, one of the ways they would honor him was by listing each of the positions that he had held in ascending order. I mean, like you know, a you were resume mayor. kind of thing? Well, yeah. And there, there's actually... It's an, uh, I wish I could remember But it was a way they honored them yeah. to publicly proclaim yeah. all the different things. So, yeah. So if they were... So like if they, they were, were introducing... I mean, we kind of do the same and thing. We but if we're do, introducing yeah. a speaker, he's done this, he's been there, she's done this, she's gone yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's like, okay, you know, I now want to introduce you the mayor of Tampa, the governor of Florida, the president of the United States. You know, right. that's... Yeah. Because, you know, it's not just what is he doing now or what is she doing now. It's what all things did they accomplish that led up to this yeah, okay. and it's and it's usually in this ascending order because mm-hmm. they're promoting and getting farther and farther along in philippians we see the same thing with jesus except it's in reverse yeah He's, i, I want to give you the king of heaven who has now become a babe in israel who's now become a slave who's a criminal who's been put on a cross and died mm. you know, and it's and it's that it, it, it upends that whole thing and that's the humility yeah. in in this world and we still have this kind of competitive world and i have it i have it in spades i have it this competition of who is the greatest who is the greatest and we've got two or three chapters of of matthew recording for us these stories of jesus that just drive home 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 first will be last last will be first if what you're trying to do is be the greatest you're not even going to be there yeah, it's 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 not a good look. I was about to say it's going to it's going to drive it out. Not a good look. I was about to say, well, it's humbling. Well, of course that's what it's supposed to be. It it's humbling. And I appreciate you taking us back to the beginning of the sermon. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So glad that you've joined us for Text Talk today. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Hey, rate, review the podcast, share it with a friend. We love that so much, appreciate so much. Let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. I thank you, Father, for everyone who's listening to the podcast, and I hope that this study and the scripture, this devotion, this talk is a blessing to them as it's been a blessing to me, Father, uh, to picture these children and how Jesus received them, and the willingness to receive us who are least, who are last, who are lowly. And, and Father, we just have to remember that's who we are. But because of your love and your grace and your mercy, you reach down and you bless us through your word and through your gospel. Thank you, Lord, so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.